Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Amen. There is a song we used to sing in Grace and Truth. Grace and Truth is a singing church. Amen. The choir just happened to be uh, an official singing ministry, but all of us we sing. Amen. Because singing is an instrument of instruction in God's house. We should never reduce singing to fleshly things. No. It's a teaching aid in the house of God. It's unfortunate when singing degenerates into entertainment and meaningless throwing around with words and sounds just for the sake of melody or excitement. No. It's meant to do something to us. Teach us the truth to bring us to the heart of worship. So there was this song we used to sing. I would like the choir to pick it up and then uh, we'll sing it in evenings like this. No one but you, Lord, can satisfy the longing in my heart. Nothing I do, Lord, can take the place of drawing near to you. What words? Only you can fill my deepest longing. Only you can breathe in me new life. Only you can fill my heart with laughter. Only you can answer my heart's cry. Father, I love you. Come satisfy the longing in my heart. Fill me, overwhelm me until I know your love deep in my heart. How many of you remember that song? All right. No one but you, Lord, can satisfy the longing in my heart. Pastor Ida, do you remember that song? You can strike some few keys. It's one thing to remember the song. It's another thing to remember the, the course. No one but you, Lord, can satisfy the longing in my heart. Nothing I do, Lord, can take the place of drawing near to you. Only you can fill my deepest longing. Only you can breathe in me new life. Only you can fill my heart with laughter. Only you can answer my heart's cry. Father, I love you. Father, I love you. Come satisfy the longing in my heart. Feel me, feel me, overwhelm me until I know your love, until I know your love deep in my heart. Only you can feel my deepest longing. Only you 
and breathe in me new life. Only you can fill my heart with laughter. Only you can answer my heart's cry. Amen. Don't pick on people as their cause for your unhappiness. Listen to the song. Only you can feel my deepest longing. Nobody can do that for you. Don't let anybody make you unhappy. You chose to be unhappy by somebody's whatever. And by the way, they can't make it. It's not their place. Food is to satisfy hunger. Water is to satisfy test. Relationships are to satisfy our emotional needs. Friendship, filial, marriage, and all of that. God is the one who satisfies our deepest longing. It is his place. You can't replace food with stones. It won't work. So don't build a case of I'm not fulfilled in life and then you tax somebody for that. That is, that is a victim of cheap thinking. Something that is, it will never be solved except by God and in God alone. Money will not do that. Yeah. That's why we keep preaching all the time. People are struggling to come into truth, even in church. But we keep on saying it over and over again so that peradventure God will grant them an understanding heart. So nobody can satisfy your deepest longing except God and God alone. And how, look up, look up here, how great it is to start that early, you know, at this age of yours. Praise God. Yeah. Catch it early. God, God is not boring. I'm telling you. Can I speak to you? Yeah. Don't live your life with anything below God. Sex will bore you. If you like, try it. Try and sleep all around. You'll be bored very soon. You'll be stiff bored. You'll be bored until you contemplate suicide. Those guys you see acting nude and lewd, they are not happy. They are bored. Well, what do they know about truth? We have the spirit of truth. We speak according to truth. We speak the truth in love. This is the center of truth, the ground and pillar of truth. They're the world is just living a lie. Yeah? It's only God who can satisfy. Money, it won't. Sometimes people confuse visa with money, you know. I mean, they don't confuse. Visa is another form of money. Visa money. It won't satisfy you. It won't. Let's even talk about good things. Marriage, it won't satisfy you. Today I wrote something. You are, you are my brethren, so I can share with you. I said, if couples are not bonding spiritually, they are not bonding very well. Are you a couple? Bond well. So your marriage should direct you towards God or else you'll not be fulfilled. If you marry and you don't get closer to God, this is how it is like. The husband goes this way and then the, the wife goes this way. It's when you chase God that you close the gap. That you get into the real mystery of the two shall be one. It doesn't happen by traditional marriage and engagement and wedding. It's in the spirit. 
your spirit dissolves into oneness for real as you pursue God. So, so don't think, you know, Mister is going to make you happy. It's, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That's why sometimes people chase after their spouse. You don't give me attention. You don't give me... Yes, because they can't do it. It's when God comes in that you enjoy God through them to satisfy you. But they themselves, they don't understand what it means to satisfy you. Are you following what I'm saying? So for a husband to love their wife, he says, look at Jesus. He's the one who, who, who will bring that experience. Amen. Then of course, the song we, we sang before my song, Asian words are true. They'll make you wise. They'll make you wise. Wise. Oh, how I love thy law. Psalm 119, verse 97. It is my meditation all the day. The word of God will never annoy you. It will never disturb you. It is my meditation all the day. Amen. There are very powerful things in the scripture. I don't know why, you know, people don't stay in here. They like to address things that they don't bring rest to your soul. So every time it's like you have a problem. That is how the preaching goes. <laughs> yeah. When will it be over? You think they didn't have problems? No. For killing Goliath, he became the king's enemy. The king, the Goliath, the enemy the king could not kill. And a small boy came to kill. To save you from embarrassment. Then the man became your enemy. But that was not his meditation. Oh, how I love thy law. These early Christians, they lived their Christianity from the Hebraic scriptures. By the help of the Holy Spirit. They could see Christ and the word through the writings of the law and the prophets. We say we have the Holy Spirit. Prayer book has more authority than the word of God. I speak as Christ's apostle with a jealousy for the church of God to wrestle it out of the hands of people who want to help the kingdom, but they have gone a step below the glory of the gospel. Hitting below key. The church is a glorious place to be. It's a place where we walk through fire and yet there is no smell of fire on our body. That is what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego modeled. It was, it, was, it, it was a picture of the church. That is what Moses saw. A burning bush. It is burning, but the bush is not consumed. Why? Because I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye house of Jacob are not consumed. That's Christianity. Stop trying to quench fire. Stay in it and let the trial of your faith make your faith more glorious like gold tried in the fire. Astound, astound the world. Mesmerize the world with the mystery of your Christian life that in spite of all these things, nay, in all these things, you are more than a conqueror. Don't behave like an escapee, like a, a, a panicking chicken. Christ in you is the hope of, of glory. Why wouldn't he love the law? It is my meditation all the day. Thou through thy commandments, you have made me wiser than my enemies. You understand? We have not come to prayer yet, but there is an upper hand over the enemy. Why? 
because the world the, the word teaches me love them that hate you the more you are doing those things the ways david handled saw it was wisdom he was wiser than his enemy the king the small boy was wiser than the big king may you be wiser than some big people and you will be you have made me wiser than my enemies for they are ever with me christian wake up all your prayers will not end your enemies we are not in heaven yet enjoy them and sail through to the glory of god can you say amen we don't want to leave our 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 midweek meetings like this and be talking about evening meetings are for going deep into the word of god don't be looking for evil verse 99 of psalm 119 i like that one i have more understanding than all my teachers for thy testimonies are my meditation hundred i understand more than the asians i understand more than phds the guy has a phd but he doesn't have a w-i-f-e can't keep a wife he only has phd he doesn't have w-i-f-e he doesn't have l-o-v-e no you have made me to understand more than the asians see these days wisdom is not a big issue i think foolishness is like the norm how foolish you are or you 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 make yourself is what the society applaud but those days wisdom that's why you know we don't even study philosophy in school now i wonder if there are any philosophers around the moment no no no. but the thing about philosophy that the people wanted to think and they did yet in that world of the thick of sages Asians, David said, I have understand, I understand more than the Greeks, the Babylonians, the Egyptians, the magicians, the astrologers. I understand more than them all. Why shouldn't you understand better now that Christ has come? The fullness of wisdom in the New Testament is the fullness of all things. This is the time of fullness of time, New Testament. The fullness of God, New Testament. The fullness of grace, New Testament. The fullness of everything. Fullness of the Spirit. Now, they had sprinkles of the Spirit in the Old Testament. Now is the fullness of all things. After the fullness of all things is the end of all things. Finish. Nothing more. So Christ has been manifested as the wisdom of God. You are going to be wiser every day. Say, I'll be wiser every day. There is no fool in this congregation. Say, Amen. You know what to do. Say, I know what to do. Yeah, you know what to do. You know what to do for your life, for your family, for your business, for a country that does not know what to do. You are inside, like Joseph. You will know what to do. Praise God. You will know what to do and that brings us to the word of god for today building up in this life and in the faith we are building up praise the lord we are building up look at me your life is being built up glory to god the building of your life is more important than any building yes your own life is an invisible structure with very visible implications it matters that it is built well 
well. Higher and higher. Soaring and soaring. With windows, doors, furnishings, proper ventilation, everything. Last week, the Lord said, we are building on nothing if it's not on this most holy faith. It's important we remind ourselves of that. Christian or no Christian. This is not a Christian affair. The world, that is what I want you to always have in mind. This world is, 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 is the world and God. It's not God and the church. No, that is too parochial. This is God's world. If you build a house and you are staying in with your family, it's not your bedroom only you have control over. Where your kids stay. Where your dog is. Every, all that property is yours. So, you can't set God aside. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, we are just, we are, this is just, this is not Christian matter. Nobody is saying it's Christian matter. It is God. God's world that we are in. Christianity is not an opinion. It is God's world. And so everybody must understand that he is on sinking grounds if he is not on the God ground. What is the God ground? He that cometh to God must believe that he is faith and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Abraham sought God. He rewarded him diligently. And so we have to know that we are not building on anything. That's why we, we evangelize, we witness, we talk to people so that they can build on the right grounds. And then this faith must be your own. You can't live on borrowed faith. Think about it. Two shall be lying on the bed. Jesus said, one shall be taken and one will be left. What is the problem? One has faith, one doesn't. And they are all on the bed. So the fact that you are that close doesn't mean you have the faith of the person you are close to. Faith must be personal. You know, some people, they just fizzle out. They, they, can't, they, they can't be Christians anymore when they check out of here. Maybe they go to school or they travel. Whatever. They just join the crowd. They sing. Why? Because the, the faith was not personal. They were flowing in the congregational faith. But the just, like we read in Habakkuk, shall live by his faith. So it matters that you yourself, you have the faith of God. You are saved and you know it. You believe in God. Billy Graham had gone to be with the Lord. He had another friend. The friend was more, was a charismatic preacher than Billy Graham. In other words, he could pull crowds. They started ministering at what they call Youth for Christ. That is where they began the evangelism from. Suddenly, the guy fell. He, he started doubting the scriptures. He left preaching and went to Bible school. Listen, faith does not come from Bible school. Faith comes from hearing the word of God. Say so he wants to go and work on his faith. He has some issues. When he graduated, he graduated out, out of the faith. Billy Graham had the same challenge, but he went to the woods and knelt down. That was the making of that evangelist. He knelt down in the woods and said, Lord, I don't understand everything in this book, but help me to believe. And then suddenly, that rest of faith came upon him. He got up and then a world evangelist was born. He went about preaching everywhere, including Ghana. 
he came to ghana he was in Accra's first stadium he came to kumasi at golden tulip in the 50s when Nkrumah was in power rain beat them when they came here they had a dinner at that place those days were called city hotel i don't know the name in the 50s because it's not something else they had to borrow trousers from local pastors because some of the white men were drenched in rain some of them appeared even without shoes in the dinner but faith was working they left ghana they went to nigeria they were just doing some crisp crossing in west africa from liberia here here they went to nigeria they went to one of the northern states and then the uh, uh, uh cleric the muslim cleric there he he, he told billy graham they went to pay ketsi call on him in that state he said within the next few years christianity will be wiped off from africa that was his welcome message for an evangelist who has come we will take over by the time billy graham got to U us he has been beheaded his own people have cut up his head god reigns in the affairs of men this is the god you should have faith in well the other guy went off never became an evangelist he moved from an evangelist that was speaking to thousands he became a cartoonist he moved from cartoonist he became a radio presenter he went down and down and down and down and he died in isolation in canada but he could not deny jesus in a face-to-face -face interview with him when they asked him about jesus and i want to tell you you can't deny jesus today i saw some of you a lot of red letters jesus the understood and i was asking what is the matter going on what is happening in the world well more than your status jesus is before status during status tomorrow if you load him or not he will still be jesus is the same yesterday today and this world belongs to him people don't understand they think it's for politics and science and technology the world is not for silicon valley it is not it's not for ivy league it's not for dubai this world belongs for from him are all things and to him it's taking a long time for people to hear that and to understand and to embrace it so brethren you must have faith for your own self faith your own faith and then let that faith be built up and be built upon tonight we want to look at the builders if we are going to build on our faith who are the builders or what are the builders what are the resources for our building number one in the beginning god god himself god himself acts chapter 20 the verse number 32 and now brethren i commend you to god and to the word of his grace you see we are more pronounced on the word of his grace but before but is god i commend you to god so god himself builds then to the word of his grace is able to build you up so there is god who is building and brother when god takes over your life to build it you are gone for good when god is building <laughs> jesus said i will build my church that's god talking god in man is jesus christ i will build my church and who is the church you are the church i am the church an unfailing project 
Say to yourself, I'm an unfailing project. Praise God. Unfailing project. Do you believe that? Do you believe the prophets? Jesus is the ultimate prophet. He said, I will build my church. I'll build me. He will build me. And he will build you. Praise the Lord. That means he will build your life. He will build your family. He will be all these things that the world is struggling. They can't build. They can build a bridge. They can't build a house. A home. Eh? They know how to measure sand aggregate and whatever and make a, a, a tower out of it. They don't know how to make their own moral life strong. What are they building? No wonder the world is rubbles upon rubbles. Ruins upon ruins. We build, it's ruined. Then we build again. If you go to any place of long settlement, it's likely that the first people, they are not the first people settled there. As you dig, you see records. God himself, he builds. Psalm 127, the verse number one. 127, one. This is the simple thing that will build your life. Not anything complex. Psalm 127 verse 1. What a plain, straightforward scripture. Accept the Lord. Build the house. And they labor in vain. They are building. You are building nothing. Except the Lord builds. What did you say you are building? A company? Family? As for your future, don't go there. You will only come and meet the scaffolds without pillars on site. Because except the Lord builds the house. And I say, God, build my life. And you will build it. They live by in vain. You know what? This is how people behave. They, even though except the Lord builds the house, they live by in vain, they build it. They leave the Lord and they labor. <laughs> what a wisdom. <laughs> they labor hard. Today, the percentage of those who have labored and yet is in vain is more than those that the Lord Himself is building. Yeah. Drive time, traffic from Accra to Temale. Every small city, the big shots. They're in their car. People are hanging their seats. It's a mirage. Don't be impressed with those things. Smart cars and air conditions. Brother, they are dying. I know them. I'm a prophet. I see. I know. I sense. I perceive. They are building nothing. I say this is God's world. This world is God's world. They don't want to hear it, but it is. Or if it's not God's world, how, how, will heaven and earth pass away but as well will not pass away if it does not belong to him how can something be reserved for fire by his word he said this world is reserved for fire it does not belong to him can you go and burn somebody's house that is arson yeah? it's, 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 a, it's, 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 it's a crime to build to burn somebody's property work hard is Christianity to work hard the dignity of labor. Don't be shy of whatever you do. It's better than way. 
you don't want to prostitute yourself that is indignity of the highest order is unchristian don't do that break rocks to survive if you have to do it don't steal don't murder don't sleep with somebody's husband for a dinner it's an animal life work hard Paul the apostle he worked with his hand and yet he was a preacher I challenge all of you in school work hard it's not enough that you had admission to the university and so what work hard steady work hard burn the midnight oil like they say burn the candle on both sides read and read and after you are finished reading continue reading make much the most of education save money to go to school be that practical and intentional resolve i will never be poor in this life it's a secret decision to make and not only will i not be poor i will ensure that nobody related to me is poor and in this church by the grace of god by related to us you will not be poor oh yes you will not be we will take people out of the valley of poverty one by one in the name of jesus until we shall go to places and take a whole village and town from poverty after we have preached there then we lift them up from the dust and ashes of life we will give them education we will clothe the naked we will feed the hungry we will do all those things by the grace of god <laughs> you are in a church like you say i i don't know i i don't know uh, 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 I'm in the church. I don't know what, what, what to do. I don't know what he's doing. You don't know what we are doing? What do you want? The church is not working. Is your mind correct? Go and see girls in the ghettos at Kodye and Boho and what have you. Girls, they are, they are sex slaves. People are sleeping whether they like it or not. Because environmental factors is leading them on to commit that evil. It is that by God that you are sitting here. Women in this church go and preach to them. Some of them have been put in school. Dickness has taken pictures of them. You are just sitting there just talking. I want uh, uh, what? They should sing this song for me. I want testimony. We should dance. Oh yes. A lot of work to be done. Oh Lord, there's just so much to be done. Oh Lord, so many souls to be won. Oh Lord, this world is falling apart. So much work. So much work. In the church. Not people who dress and cross their legs and sit down and waiting for anniversary. <laughs> Brother, get up and go and work. Occupy till I come. He didn't say do anniversaries till I come. Occupy, 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 occupy. So people think that they will build.
by labor. Jesus said, labor not for meat, which perishes. Yeah. We don't build that way. God is the builder. God is the builder. God is the builder. Who is the builder? There, there, there it is. Labor not for meat which perished, but for that meat which endured unto everlasting life. How do you come there? By recognizing God who builds. Praise his holy name. Let me have a good amen. amen. Nehemiah 2.20 Nehemiah chapter 2 Nehemiah, Esther, Job Job, Nehemiah, Esther backwards Chapter 2, the verse number 20 Then answered I them and said unto them The God of heaven You see there are gods on earth Money is a god The God of heaven, he will prosper us God will prosper you. Amen. Lift your hands and say, God will prosper me. Praise God. Say, I am destined to succeed. God prospers me. God prospers me. Therefore, we his servants will arise and build. Now, what that means is that God is the one who is going to build but through them. So God is a builder. First Corinthians chapter 9 verse 3. F sorry, chapter 3 verse 9. First Corinthians 3 9. For we are laborers together with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. Well, who's building? So God builds. Praise God. Are you happy God is building you? Amen. God is building you apart from calories and what have you. Daily recommended allowance or portion or ration or whatever it is. God himself is building. Amen. If God is not building you, all you are doing is you are buying powder for muscles enlargement. And doing milkshake and egg shake. Your life will be shaking very soon by a certain wind. <laughs> Praise God. God is the builder. He builds with insurance and security. And no wind, like Jesus said in that parable. The wind may blow vehemently, but you will stand enduringly. Therefore, I commend you to God. You have to be intentionally Godward. You have to be intentionally God. Seek for God. Draw closer to God. That's what James tells us, chapter 4, the verse number 4. Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. God can be approached. God can be related to. James 4, 4. Um, 4, 8, brother. Draw nigh to God. And he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. That's all. In other words, know what God does not like. And then get rid of it. Simple. And purify your hearts, you double-minded. Don't doubt God. Don't think twice about God. Don't suspect God. Get that over your mind. From your mind. And be intentionally Godward. You know, people like David, that's how they live their lives. Psalm 42, verse 1 and 2. 
Psalm 42, 1 and 2. As the heart pants after the water brooks, so pants my soul after thee. Oh God, my soul tested for God. Look at how many times the word God appears there. Listen, when we read our Bible, let's look at what matters. Nobody is interested in the Hebrew letter of God. There is a strong message here. There is, there is, there is a saintly culture. What is that? A panting after God. A chase after God. A test after God. Our churches are not doing that anymore. We are filling people with knowledge. We have not been called to relate with alphabets and Greek letters and Hebrew letters. Brother, there is a God who wants us to relate with him. Moses said, show me your glory. He said, nobody can see my face and leave Moses. And then God showed him his back. The apostle Paul said, great man that I may know him. That's what we do with God. God has not called you to has not called you to investigate him. How much of how much of your mind can do that? The more we get people to pant, desire after God, the better it will be for themselves, for their families, for their churches, for their nations. When shall I come and appear before God? In other words, God is going to build me up. Number two, the word of his grace, the builders, the word of his grace. Acts chapter 20 verse 32. The word of his grace. How instructive that is. Acts 20 32. And now, brethren, now, this is the time I commend you to God and to the word of his grace. Somebody say word of his grace. Glory to God. Now that is the key thing there. The word of his grace. The steeple diet, proper diet for the New Testament saint is the word of his grace. That's your diet. The law is there. That is not your diet. Your diet is the word of his grace. Something coming out of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is your diet. Not something coming from Moses. Sometimes you are hearing the word of fear. But the word of his grace. All these people you listen to and they lead you in prayer, they lead you in whatever, wake up at this time and pray. What, what kind of word are they giving to you? When I see people praying a lot, then the first thing that can be my mind, I want to see the prayer topics. They pray until they pray out of the Bible. They contradict scriptures. They wake up in the night, all those that do this to me, what have they done to you? Because you are simply not commending yourself to the word of his grace. You know what I do? I wake up in the night, oh God, I will be done in my life. In the name of Jesus, let your will be done in my life. Help me to keep your word. Because if I keep your word, you set before me an open door. I don't bring my own prayer topics and pray like a Kedetia Christian. Come on. It's a good place to clap if you want. I don't care whoever is leading the prayer. Because every day you must come up with certain prayer topics for people to pray. Look at the prayer of Paul the Apostle. Are you an apostle? I challenge you. 
there is an authority you can't go beyond apostolic authority it is written it is settled and we contend for it earnestly it is delivered once and for all how did they pray not all these people panic panic baby christians with pampers on who present god as if god has nothing you know jesus came to die for nothing every time something is chasing them get rid of that pampers and your poo poo in your christian life and be a neat christian let's put on some powder on, on your bottles and grow up early and become a christian a proper christian say amen somebody glory to god away with all this dirty stinking christianity the church is not it's not nice with that christianity the fragrance is not good the word of fear god has not given unto us the spirit of fear what is that word of his grace it is antithetical to fear you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear what is that word of his grace we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry we shout Abba Father, we don't say it undertone because it is for real. Faith has come alive and we go forth, we burst forth with the tongues of the new man in Christ. The Father, Abba Father, word of his grace. Being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Word of his faith. Where have your peace gone to? Word of his grace. Nay, in all these things. You brought me a report from the village. Hey, thank you. You brought me a report from where the doctor? Who has believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? Word of his grace. He was bruised for our iniquities. He has taken care of my sins already. I'm not a Christian for what I have done or I did not do. I'm a Christian by what Christ has done and I have faith in it. Full stop. Word of his grace. Don't dig into my past. There is nothing there. You better go dig into the past of Jesus Christ to assess me. If you are interested in digging the past, go and dig his past. He is my past. He is my present. And he is my future. Yeah. Word of his grace. The apostle, apostle said in, in, in the book of us, we, why should we put a yoke on the neck of these believers that we ourselves and our fathers we could not bear? Eh? Moses himself we could not bear with the people. It was the people that made not to go to the promised land. Why should we now bring it and put it on the neck of these Christians? Except you be circumcised. I hope you understood what we 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 we, we, we read today in daily strength. Religious people they take away joy from your life. I'm not happy. When you have to sleep, they say wake up and pray. I'm not against praying in the night. Yeah. But God is not mad. God is not behaving as if everything depends on you. <laughs> Do you know how mad God has delivered you from without your prayer? <laughs> how much? Yes. How much did you pray for God to justify you? He did all of that. How much did you pray for him to adopt you as a son? He went on a 40 days fast. How much did you pray for God to bless you with all spiritual blessings? Before you learn the first line of prayer, he had already blessed you. But now that you have arrived, you say, God, you don't understand this thing. We are on earth. We wrestle against, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood. I want you to know, oh, Father. Father, I want you to know. 
we wrestle against principalities and powers my village demons that's why you didn't let paul write about them but i want you to know they are very powerful ancestral spirits from Ediamwa Kwanta. Now, Holy Ghost, I open fire. And God is like, what kind of caricature is down there? Then the angels are inquiring into grace. They are like, God, did you say you have done something for them? But the kind of prayer coming up here doesn't look like you did something for them. This guy is praying like, like Jesus, your son did not die. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. God, you don't understand this one. Jesus had died, but this is do and die affair. Okay, go and die. <laughs> Jesus had died is not enough. You, have, you want to top it up with your own death. Go ahead. Do or, do or die affair. Do or die prayers. Pray and die. We will be living and enjoying the glory of God. The word of his grace. If you'll be built up, you have to choose that diet carefully. There's a difference between noisy preaching and word of his grace. There's a difference between word of his grace and a popular minister. Oh, but look at the results. I have results to show. Word of his grace. You need deliverance. You see, this thing that we build based on experience, not on the objective word of God. That's the thing because this is what happened that is the truth now no because it is written that is the truth not because it happened what is the word of his grace it is the word of god's provision to us through jesus christ provision first corinthians chapter 1 verse 10 but of him are ye in christ jesus who of god is made unto us wisdom that's word of his grace something coming to you provision through christ jesus and righteousness and sanctification and redemption you know these are children when they are going to school say, mommy gave me provision yeah it belongs to them the trouble is their grace god has given us grace what is the word of his grace it builds our confidence in righteousness if we are not if your confidence level is not increasing in your sense of righteousness before god you are on the wrong diet you should eat well to build confidence in god that i am not condemned i am a child of god i am born of god i'm accepted in the beloved it is the word of his grace that builds confidence in you the word of his grace it sanctifies the word of his grace it gives us a solid sense of security impervious to any fear of insecurity the word of his grace it helps us to grow in grace is it not beautiful second peter three eighteen. grow in grace how can you grow in grace if you are not eating of grace the word of his grace the word of his grace it builds assurance and affirmation as a child of god the word of his grace it sustains you in your infirmities my grace is sufficient for you my strength is made perfect in your weakness therefore will i rather boast in my infirmities the word of his grace is strengthens you through adversities it's a cushion it's an airbag a spiritual airbag that you will not feel the pressure of life it's only when you are out of grace you feel the bombardments of the cares of this world but in grace you sleep like a baby even though there is a storm wonderful grace 
Number three, builder. One is God himself. Two, the word of his grace. Three, praying always. Not sometimes, always. We are taught in the epistles to pray always. Jesus himself said in Luke chapter 18, men ought always to pray and not to faint. Now here is the thing. You, know, you see, we are handling a scripture, Jude 1, that it says, building up yourself in your most holy praying in the Holy Ghost. Now there is more to that than we probably know or we have come to know. Now let's begin it this way. In the New Testament, prayer is elevated beyond an exercise of just the flesh. See, in the Old Testament, they could not go beyond praying in the flesh. When you look into your epistles in the New Testament proper, the church life, the apostles and their writings and their prayers, there is a conspicuous and active involvement of the Holy Spirit in our prayers for instance in romans chapter 8 verse 26 romans 8 26 likewise the spirit somebody say the spirit glory to god the spirit amen that's the holy ghost see capital s the spirit also helps our infirmities for we know not we the church the, the believers we don't know what we should pray for as we are but the spirit itself or himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered you see that there is an involvement an active involvement participation of the spirit of god in the new testament praying that is praying in the holy spirit of course you know in Acts chapter 2 when the holy spirit came the involvement of the holy spirit they they spoke in other tongues as the spirit gave them more trance the spirit was involved some of the prayers in the new test old testament where some of the saints like david in his psalm some of them were prayers they enjoyed the privilege of the spirit's assistance but that was not the norm but for now it is a general blessing for the church everyone to enjoy the involvement of the holy spirit in our praying when you are praying forget about oh this brother so and so is not here to help me to pray i need this ojashua brother to stand by me and pray no the holy spirit is already there can you say amen is involved except you don't want to pray sometimes you may feel tired but when you start praying then strength comes where did it come from the spirit so in the new testament prayer is done in the holy spirit by the holy spirit through the holy spirit with the holy spirit ephesians chapter 4 the verse number 18 ephesians 4 18. so you see the spirit in connection to prayer ephesians 4 18 having the under um 6 18 rather 6 18 praying always always pray without season how should you pray always how should you pray so we are talking about build the builders god himself the word of his grace and now praying talk to me church praying always with all prayer and supplication may you pray always and supplication in the spirit you see that because that is our realm of prayer for now listen you can't reduce culture to just 
a language. Culture is many things. Uh, the way, the basic definition is the way a group of people live. Food, their food, their festivities. Holy Spirit, listen to me. The Holy Spirit is not tongues. It is one of his manifestations. Don't just be hanging on basic, you know, things you have come to know. You don't want to know anything again. We are talking about a divine personality being involved in our relationship with God, in our communion with God, in our talking to God. A divine being, not just a language. So praying the Holy Ghost, I just go ba 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 ba. There is more to that. When was the last time you heard about what you pray about? Immediately you knew that this is the direction to go in my prayer. You don't even have that experience. You are just saying I'm praying the Holy Ghost. You are you just have some, I mean, recorded mental jargons. So once you say, let us pray, speak in the Holy Ghost. Then everybody begin to play the record in his mind. Father, it's more than that. You can pray in the Holy Ghost and have understanding of what you are praying, not in tongues, or trance. When Paul prayed, what do you think? What 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 he was praying outside the Holy Ghost? That the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ will grant unto you the Spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge. You think that is praying in the in the in the flesh? You have to be super spiritual to pray that prayer. In fact, the true test of your prayer in the Holy Ghost, when you start to pray in your, in your language, we will know that this one, you are not in the Spirit. Oh, yes. This prayer you are praying, it's, it can't be Holy Ghost. Let's even leave tongue talking. So prayer in the New Testament is higher than the Old Testament because of a direct involvement of the Holy Spirit. They were never told in the Old Testament pray in the Holy Ghost, but we are told. Why? Because he's, he's, he's here. He's involved. The spirit is involved to do basically three things. Number one, he helps our infirmities. Praying in the Holy Spirit, that is part of it. He helps our infirmities. We are read it in Romans chapter 8, verse 26 and 27. What is that infirmity? It's the infirmity of limited knowledge. In what exactly to pray for? Limited knowledge. What do you know? You know, the mistake of people is that they, they think they know something and they make it a prayer point. This issue I am facing, it is this person who is responsible. How? If it was not for the help of the Holy Spirit, maybe Paul would have thought that some people are the thorn in his flesh and even how to deal with it. But God said, take it easy. This thing has come to stay. Hmm. This thorn in the flesh, it is your associate to introduce you before you preach. So let's go. My grace is sufficient for you. It takes the Holy Spirit to know that so that you don't fight what God doesn't want you to fight. The Spirit's knowledge is the exact will of God. So he, he, he gets involved to help us in that infirmity of our limited knowledge. Number two, the Spirit is involved to give us utterance. Yes. Those of you who say, I don't know what to say in prayer. This is your opportunity. Let the Holy Spirit take over. You will pray beautifully. You will pray how? Oh, yes. Not that you are coming to be saying some big words. You know, no. But you see that your, way, your prayer will flow. Your prayer will not be tedious. Prayer will not be an uphill task. When it's time to pray, it's like you are climbing Mount Nafajat. No. You pray with ease. Because there is utterance. 
And utterance is not limited to speaking in tongues. Utterance is not what? A preacher can have utterance. Doesn't mean he's speaking in tongues. So spiritual utterance is not necessarily tongue talking. It can be, but that is not all of it. You can pray for as long as the spirit wants you to pray. And yet it's not in tongues. It's, it is true. If you are yielded enough to the Holy Ghost, you have all these kind of experiences. Sometimes you may be praying in tongues for a long time. Sometimes you are speaking in your own language. And yet you know that God is talking through you. That is the point of utterance. Aided by the Spirit of God. Because sometimes you even think that somebody does not speak in tongues, so he is less of a Christian. Oh yes, I mean, we are the superior ones. You are not superior like somebody went to a brother he said i hear that you speak in tongues the brother said yes they speak for tongues in tongues for me to hear to see then the brother with the wisdom of god also told him do you dream he said yes he said dream for me to see the tongues are not for show that is exactly what he was wanted him to know that i don't just go about answering everybody who asks me do you speak in tongues then i just speak for you no it's not like that that is that we don't put tongues on display number three the involvement of the spirit strengthens us to pray romans 8 11. romans chapter 8 it speaks more of the holy spirit and yet there is no tongues there the spirit in the daily life of the redeemed romans 8 the verse number 11 but if the spirit of him that raised up jesus from that the holy ghost dwell in you he shall be he's with you but he shall be in you jesus said he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body. That is energy. Energy. Somebody say energy. Don't always pray because you feel like. If you do that, you won't, you won't experience the dimension of the energy of the spirit in prayer. You may be weak. Start. Until Holy Ghost comes. When I say he comes, it doesn't mean that he, he left you. No, but by your desire to pray he knows you want to pray look holy spirit can make you sleep if you want to if he is he knows all things look he's god he knows how our body works more than us more than a doctor if something will not help your body the holy spirit knows he's the one who told us don't be filled with wine but be filled with senses because it will help your body don't be angry anger will destroy your body there's a doctor who was tracing back aches and he said beyond you know all these physiological problems back aches are actually caused by emotional problems especially people who are angry all the time they are back a lot of things it's like a wheelbarrow and it is sitting there medicine and i'm saying the spirit knows when to stop you from prayer he forbid paul to go and preach isn't it so if the spirit wants you to sleep and the spirit helps you to sleep hmm, the spirit you don't know how did how did adam sleep for eve to come the spirit the spirit just said adam eight hours and then he began to snore anybody who can't sleep here may the holy spirit help you to sleep because inability to sleep too is an infirmity but then on the other side when you are weak but you feel like your spirit wants to pray 
but the body is weak. You, you just yield yourself to it. And then the Holy Ghost will take over. Before you know what? You have prayed and prayed and prayed. And it's not because you really, you were strong to do it, but the Spirit strengthened you to do it. And on this basis, I want to emphasize on the Holy Spirit for every one of us here. It's important. He is a forgotten member of the Godhead. But yet we need him. He, this is actually his day. His dispensation. Jesus said, it is expedient for me to go away. If I go away, this Holy Spirit will not, and he has come, and we are not paying attention to him. So if you are born again, things to know and things to do. You have the Holy Spirit already in you. If you are born again, he is in you. Nobody must lay hands on you for the Holy Spirit to come upon you. He is in you. But you can move from that to be filled with the Spirit. You are filled, saturated, controlled by the Spirit. That's what happened in Acts chapter 2. It's a distinct experience. When you get filled with the Holy Spirit, the level of control of the Spirit is much higher. That is at where, where you speak in tongues. He gives you utterance. Please and please, in this church, don't just carry on. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Get filled with the Spirit. Get filled. It is your blessing, your spiritual blessing. Just open up to it and receive and overflow. Like Jesus said, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. Everybody, you need to come up here with the Holy Spirit filling you, overflowing in the Holy Ghost. We need dancers with the Spirit. We don't care about your skill. We need the Spirit spirit or else it's just entertainment we need video people with the spirit we need technical men with the spirit singers with the spirit they wanted people to sell food what has food got to do with the holy spirit the apostle said hey that's it that's it so they found Stephen, and that man was full of the holy ghost allow yourself to be filled with spirit the holy spirit elevates the christian into supernatural courage are you timid he is the spirit of boldness. What I do here, except by the Holy Ghost, I don't know how I could have done it. Boldness. Courage. He makes the mind of the believer sharp of quick understanding. You want to understand the word of God? Oh yes, the spirit facilitates understanding and even quicker understanding. He brings supernatural awareness of people. Okay? It brings supernatural awareness of people, places, and things to the believer. You become aware of people. How do you know somebody is your wife? The Holy Spirit, if you are not walking in the flesh, is the Spirit. Places. The Lord told Ananias, go to a, a road called, called Street. It's not only prophets who know places. You can know places. You can know people. You can know things. <laughs> by the Holy Spirit and Ananias came to church Peter said hey I know things this thing I brought here is not all the money oh yes the Holy Spirit is faster in knowledge faster super and sometimes you can tell this is the problem with this person yeah he empowers for signs and wonders the Spirit listen you better join the train for signs and wonders before the church age is over. The spirit is the trailer. Every one of you here, you are capable of signs and wonders by the spirit of God. 
Amen. They went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord confirming their word with signs and wonders for them. It is the Spirit. Pray for sick people. Pray for the oppressed. Be courageous. It comes by the Spirit. And minister freedom unto people. How many of you will do it? Minister freedom to people. Don't look for manifestation. Just do what we're supposed to do. The Bible never said when the Holy Ghost is moving, people will be falling down. Holy Spirit, move. So I said people go like leaves. Yeah, they are not the Spirit. That is not what the Holy Ghost said. Or the Bible said. Leave the manifestations to Him. And you walk and move in the Holy Ghost by faith. I see you building up. By the Word of God, by God Himself, and by praying always in the Holy Ghost. Stand on your feet. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let all the instrumentalists come over and play. Thank you, Jesus. Everything. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your voice and worship the Lord. Thank Him. God wants to fill people with His Spirit before we go tonight. Get ready for it. Receive the Spirit of God. You will not be tired. I see that you get tired often. The Spirit will help you on infirmities. You will be strong. You will be bold. You will not be weak. Come on, lift up your voice. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Worship the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench the thirsting of my soul. Holy Spirit, till I want no more. Faster, faster. Lift your hands, he will fill you. He will fill you. Fill my heart, fill it, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. Fill my cup, Lord. I lift it up, Lord. Come and quench, oh yeah, the thirsting of my soul. Cry out, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup, be filled with the Holy Ghost. Holy, Holy, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, come on, fill me till I want. Fill my heart. Listen. How many of you believe that if Doc gives you an injection, it will affect you? Maybe you are not well or something, and it gives you, it will affect you. Listen, spiritual experiences are more real than that. When we meet like this, things happen. Things happen. See, that's why we have to walk by faith. 
it is a realm where we 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 appropriate things by faith but as for the reality is taking place so in this short time before we leave here listen god is going to give people strength to run for the next six months supernatural strength somebody here you are getting financially tired but you are going to get financially strong you will be all kinds of weaknesses and recurrent sicknesses in your life and family they are coming to an end this evening by the ministry of the spirit of god upon your life in the name of jesus lift your hands up as we sing it for the last time the holy ghost is sweeping over you strength is coming life is coming energy is coming fullness is coming power is flowing glory is flowing strength is flowing hallelujah in the name of jesus fill my cup fill my cup fill my cup fill my cup lord fill my cup lord i lift it up lord come and quench come and quench the thirst of my soul holy holy spirit holy spirit fill me till i want no more Holy Spirit, fill me till I want no more. Fill my cup. Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, fill me, fill me. Fall on me, oh anointing, fall on me, let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the power of the Holy Ghost fall on me, oh anointing. Blessing Spirit, Spirit, oh Spirit, Spirit, Holy Spirit, Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Let your living water flow by my soul. Let your Holy Spirit come and take control of every sin. I can hear you raise your voice and sing it. It's happening right now. The Spirit of the Lord is in our midst. 
to you. Somebody say, Spirit, 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 Holy, Holy Spirit. the spirit of the Lord God is upon you the spirit of God is resting upon you like the waters upon the sea I see a mighty wave of the spirit of God in this place like an ocean in that current of the spirit is power receive power tonight in that current of the spirit is grace receive grace tonight in that current of the spirit is strength receive strength tonight in the name of jesus let there be a total transformation in your spirit a total transformation in your soul a total transformation in your body as for tonight the spirit of the lord wants you to know that something has happened to you you are no longer the old you the spirit of almighty god has come upon you and you have been turned into another man you have been turned into another woman go home full of the holy ghost go home controlled by the spirit go home led by the spirit go home praying in the holy ghost in the name of jesus thank you heavenly father we give you praise for your holy spirit come down from heaven to bless us to strengthen us to invigorate us to refresh us to make us anew to embolden us to make us aware of things and people and places to lead us up in building up ourselves in our most holy faith thank you holy spirit in jesus name take over this church entirely move mightily upon us and within us and through us your church to build in jesus name we have prayed and everyone said amen, amen. glory to god you may be seated to take your offering in the mighty name of jesus father we thank you and we bless you yeah take your offering Thank you, Jesus. Receive our offerings, Lord, and bless me. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Quickly, offering bags flow around. And then know that we are in a supernatural growth season. Praise the Lord. The church growth is a dimension of that season, but your own life too is going to grow amen. amen in very supernatural ways so make sure that faith is alive in times like this maybe you have to go back and listen to the message on supernatural church growth despise not prophesying you need your faith to be working in this time nothing happens supernaturally without your faith nothing happens supernaturally natural things fine you don't need faith for it but for supernatural things 
Faith is required. Therefore, and, the, and faith comes because God's word has come. There is something for you to believe, hence faith. So be sure that your faith is alive and working as we continue in this season, growing supernaturally. Amen. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.